1: you look ahead of the offseason if you're all these other teams. That's all you have if you're other teams that aren't around. Mm-hmm. But I, I did want to take a step back for a second because I would argue, I don't think anybody would probably disagree, but the receivers we have discussed where the Chiefs could look at in the offseason, all of them are already been eliminated. Like, there's no, there's nobody realistic on any of the other teams that are remaining that I would say, oh, the Chiefs can actually get. Like, mm-hmm. duh, when I want mod Ross St. Brown, yeah, he's not a free agent. They're not moving, okay? Like, I'm talking about guys that are truly going to be available. And so... Mike Evans just got eliminated from the playoffs. We know that's a big name that has been mentioned. Pro Football Focus just put out their top 10, 150 mm-hmm. free agents. Number one, if you're wondering, is Chris Jones. He's listed at number one. Uh LeGarrius Sneed is number 10. But number four is T. Higgins from Cincinnati. We know there's a chance he gets tagged. Uh, but he could also end up being a free agent. Uh, you go further down the list. The next wide receiver that pops up is Michael Pittman Jr. I know that's a, a player that you're very fond of. We'll talk about him in a second. Mike Evans is 13th on this list. Those are the the top wide receivers. Hollywood Brown and Arizona, number 17. So looking at these wide receivers, we, we, really no matter what noticed. has happened, uh, he's further down, yeah. Oh, okay. no, matter, no matter what happens um, this postseason, we know what the Chiefs have to do in the offseason at the wide receiver position. We were alluding to that a little bit with our Brett Veach conversation. But out of those those players, like who do you a want, and who do you think is realistic? Because I think there's difference. Like I know you love Michael Pittman Jr. I'm mm-hmm. with you. I just don't believe the Colts with a, an up and coming team, clearly ahead of schedule, and then with Anthony Richardson, I don't believe they're letting that guy walk. I think they will find a way to keep him there. That's that's why mm-hmm. I don't think Pittman's is like Mike Evans is way more likely to actually be available, in my opinion, than Michael Pittman. Yeah, I mean, I
2: think when we talk about, it, I think what people get lost in this conversation is that it is a wish list. Yeah. Right, when I was a kid, there were things that I wished for for Christmas and my birthday that I probably wasn't going to get. But if I my did kiddies. get, nah, I never asked for cat. I only asked for one cat named Fluffy. Got it. But either way, uh, step one was a veterinarian. Fluffy, that was her name. It was Fluffy. Okay. Um, the other thing, when you look at a wish list, right? I think there's Michael Pittman Jr. is at the top of my wish list just because he would be such a a, a great fit in this offense. Age, talent, whatever. Would pr- work perfectly with Patrick. I mean, could you imagine if you had Michael Pittman Jr., Rashi Rice, Travis Kelsey, and then find a receiver in this draft that we know because of the Character Concerns podcast that we hear with Jay Binkley and Christina Sarah, which you can find all the time, download it, listen to it. It's, it's nerds talking about exactly what you want to hear about when it comes to the Chiefs editions. They think that this is a receiving class. that could set the record for the most wide receivers drafted in the first round. We know that stat's been beaten into our brain by Binkley well-deserved.
1: <laughs> I've heard that a few times. Right.
2: And I think that when you look at that, that's number one on the wish list. You're right. You have a guy in Anthony Richardson that you're trying to build your franchise around. You don't have to necessarily pay him yet. You've got four more years of control under Anthony Richardson. You're also trying to build that offense. Jonathan Taylor, you just gave a contract to who's whatever, but also it's Jim Earsay a wild card of an owner, right? You, you never really know what's going to happen. Does, does he do that? Or does he, you know, whatever Mike Evans, I think falls in the same category that we saw with Odell Beckham jr. And Deandre Hopkins, Mike Evans has done everything. I think there's only one person on the planet that doesn't think he's a, a hall of famer. And that's the guy that'll come in the studio from two to six. It's not a shot. He's just on record as saying it went deep into it on Twitter this last week and that he doesn't believe that Mike Evans is a hall of famer, <laughs> 10 years of a thousand yards, a super bowl ring. That's where Mike Evans gets a little tricky. He's got the ring. He's got the accolades. What Mike Evans clearly wanted this offseason was money, and he told Tampa he'd stay in Tampa. They just paid him. They said they weren't going to, and this season we can just kind of see the right in the wall. They will depart. My thing is if you do trust this draft process and you think that that Brett Veach can figure this out, then you start falling into the guys that are deeper on the list that could be a good wide receiver three, like a guy that we know that's not going to be in Buffalo, but I think will have similar comparisons to an MBS is a guy like Gabe Davis. Yeah, I'm, I'm good. You don't want Gabe Davis. No. I not agree. even as a number three option. I really he had would, a not, I would not. bad year. I would not hear. And bad. he was supposed to
1: have a big contract yeah, year, didn't bad, have it. Bad year, too inconsistent. I, I'm Yeah, I'm, okay. I'm good. I understand what you're saying. If A, if he's your third or fourth, right. it doesn't matter as much. So I, I, move, I hear you. Then you move on to a guy like I, yeah. Calvin Ridley. Yeah, Calvin Ridley I'm very much interested in. Down the list, Uh, maybe not going to cost a whole lot of money. So, like, if we're going from, like you said, what are you hoping? What do you think happens? So, Mike Evans is a stud. I mean, the guy's been a 1,000-yard receiver every single season. My concern with him is is the one that we're all discussing around him and will continue in the offseason. He'll be 31 in August. Not, not like, you know, right in in August. So, you're talking about 31 before the season starts. I'm worried that some other team is willing to give him a three-year deal. which I would absolutely not want to do. If it's a two-year deal, way more interested because I don't want. But that's going to be an expensive two-year deal. Of course it is, yeah. Because he wants that exiting bag. I would be willing to do it on a two-year deal. Now, maybe it's Mm -hmm. a situation where it's a three-year contract. The third year, we know they would, you know, it's one of those where they could cut them after year two or whatever. Maybe it's something like that. I would be interested in in Mike Evans in that regard. Also, another name that I brought up a few times, because of the coaching turnover in Seattle. Mm Mm-hmm is DK Metcalf on the block is he available this off season? if you told me i could trade a second round pick for DK Metcalf i would be very very interested in that that what? would probably go against what the chiefs as an organization would do but i would i would be very interested in something like that if DK Metcalf truly was available
2: yeah i mean i think that that's one of those things where you know you have to look at what the contract would be when you acquire him via trade like is that somebody that you'd feel comfortable tag trade Chris Jones to Seattle for a DK Metcalf I type don't of i don't thing?
1: think you can I, I hear you. I don't. Th- I think that's like a Madden thing. Like I, I don't. I don't okay. believe in real life you can trade Chris Jones to Seattle. Get into like how often you've. Like, how often Dusty, since right. you've been covering the league, like, we don't see player swaps trades. So you, no, I mean? like, you know what I
2: mean? Like it just. You know It just doesn't happen. The I'm, last I, significant one like, I think was like Clinton Portis and Champ Yeah, it just
1: doesn't. It just doesn't happen, right? Um, I would be stunned if that was the the, the tie-in, but I mean, I would, would I be open to that. Of course, well, I just of course. don't. You know,
3: the projected contract from Pro Football Focus, by the way, is three years, twenty-three mil a year, fifty-two guaranteed to so about sixty-nine. For total. Evans or
1: for Metcalf? Sorry. Mike Evans. For Mike Evans. Yeah. See, that's for, the thing is, like, three years. Mike
3: Evans me. has all the clout to
1: get
2: the bag, right? Like, he doesn't need a ring. Receivers aren't judged on their career. They win multiple Super Bowls. They win one. Like, you look at Tyree Kill, right? Does Tyree Kill necessarily care? more about making sure he's financially secure the rest of his life when he has nine kids,
3: or do you think he's more worried about getting a second Super Bowl ring? The interesting one too, in this list is, is they got Hollywood Brown at 17. Yeah. There hasn't been much noise with him. His projected yeah. contract is a year, 12 and a half million. They don't think at least Pro Football Focus says They don't know if Arizona right. is going to move the, the, they think Pittman and Higgins are going to get tagged. Okay. And then Evans will be the one who's truly available. Right. Then it's Hollywood Brown. Then Calvin Ridley. Ridley, man, I think that might be the one. Calvin Ridley's uh, one. projected contract is two years, sixteen point two five mil yeah. a year. I think that might that be range. the one.
1: You you sign Ridley, and you need to spend a first or second round pick on a wide receiver as well, and then you sign a Curtis Samuel type.
2: The other, yeah, the other thing that you have to think about too is that where do these receivers that are lower on the list? where do they excel with the guy as Patrick Mahomes, their quarterback, right? Cal Ridley, I think we all thought, I'll I'll go on record as saying yeah. this. I thought he was going to be a stud wide receiver one. I thought he was a great late second, third round pick in fantasy football this year. I think a lot of people leaned into that as well and thought, okay, yeah, he's had a year off, but he's still young enough. He just basically was, you know, wasn't, he was Some people thought Trevor right.
1: Lawrence was going to be an MVP. I mean, just that, I whole offense, of that whole I was offense of was just not what anybody thought.
2: I'll admit that. I was wrong on that. But the thing about this is like, Can Cal Ridley's game be elevated with someone like Patrick Mahomes? And a lot of people might roll their eyes and say, "Well, we thought that with MVS, right? We thought MVS. You know, he had Aaron Rodgers came over to Patrick Mahomes. What happened there? Didn't work out. Juju Smith-Schuster, right? Looked great last year with Patrick Mahomes. With a Bailey Zappi or a uh, whatever that other turd's name is in New England, their starter Mac Jones. It wasn't there. Now, were there injury issues with Juju Smith-Schuster this year? Maybe. But he he wasn't the same wide receiver. But with Patrick Mahomes, he was back to basically that 1,000-yard type. Sammy Watkins, same thing. If he could stay healthy, he was really good as elevated wide receiver with a Patrick Mahomes. A Cal Ridley in this offense gives you that trust, I think, and it could give you that sort of elevational play when you don't necessarily need to go get a guy that's going to get a lot of money because what do we think Justin Jefferson's going to get? Cause I, that that's a number that's really going to set things up kind of like we've seen in years past. Once the big guy gets paid, the money will soon follow. And I think that really kind of jumped up in that year a couple of years ago was, was when Christian Kirk got that random, like four year, $84 million. And you're like, that's Christian Kirk, right? That's not wide receiver one Devonte Adams money. And you look at what Christian Kirk got first and kind of set the bar early mm-hmm. with the $84 million contract. Then it was Devonte Adams got paid. Then it was Tyree Hill got paid. And then all of a sudden, people are like, "Okay, the receiver market is just an astonishing high level." Justin Jefferson's going to get what
1: forty five million a year. Yeah, so I, Which I think means so. Jamar Chase is going to get $43, 44 I, I I think the numbers are going to be crazy. No, no question, oh, no doubt about I, it. I, I want for guys like that, but I, I do think they're probably at some point, And this this goes back as much as we want to talk about for the last few years of how many wide Mm -hmm. receivers are getting drafted and Bink wants to bring up the record number maybe this year in the first round. If that is true and that's going to happen, at some point, there will be, it's great news for teams like the Chiefs, but like there will be, the the market will be pretty rich, I guess, Mm -hmm. what I'm saying from a free agency perspective as time goes on. If we're going to keep saying that, man, you know what, there's the crop of talented wide receivers that you can find in the second round and the chances of it panning out are higher than it ever has been. If you believe in that, thought well then that means in three four years when that cycle is, is completed as f- they're free agents mm-hmm. then I think the market will, will for the the middle road if you will or the just below the Justin Jefferson types all of a sudden I, I don't think that's going to keep rising necessarily okay. I think there will be some value to be had I don't know if necessarily this offseason there's not a ton of wide receivers and free agency as we discussed that truly might be available yeah but I think we're a year or two away from because of the crop of wide receivers coming out of the draft
3: the market itself will be Not as crazy as it has been at the wide receiver position. To to me, guys, I think that best case scenario might be for them to get a guy like Calvin Ridley, you're not gonna have to pay a lot of money for, but he's a good solid wide receiver. Then uh Text Line actually brought up somebody who I was going to bring up. Josh Reynolds has really had a yeah, good season. This year. His projected contract is two years, five million dollars. He's way low he, on the list. Yeah,
1: he's fine for uh for now. Well, I, you know, I bring up like a
3: Curtis Samuel as well, uh he, Drew. Like I, I think if you're third or fourth wide receiver, yeah, I'm good with that. exactly. Like so you have Rasheed, you get you get Calvin Ridley, you bring in another guy like a Josh Reynolds or Curtis Samuel, and then you draft a wide receiver that can be your potential number one. But I, I think the, the, the Chiefs are going to be low enough in terms of the pecking order of drafting guys. They're not going to get – like Brian Thomas Jr., uh, Bank loves him. He's going <laughs> yeah. in the top 20 now. Yeah. So mm-hmm. And, of course, the combine is going to change everything. But mm-hmm. you can get a guy who will be a good, solid – at least number two, maybe number one in the draft, and then sign some guys in free agent. You overhaul the whole room. Maybe yep. not get a dominant number one yet, but you have a room that collectively is as good as anybody else's because you got the depth there. You can only go up from here too with this year's receiving class.
1: Sure. Hey, look, I, I think, think it's no secret they're gonna they're going to. I don't know if it'll be to the full on level of what they did after the Bucks Super Bowl with the O line, but I think there's a chance it is like that where they just go. They're aggressive as heck. With it, a- and they overhaul the whole thing. We know the good. The, the good. Lines, the good news is, as the season has come on, as bad as and bleak as it seemed at wide receiver, and it has been, is that Rasheed Rice has shown that okay, he's the real deal. So yeah. you 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 already for starters next year, you go in knowing that at minimum you have your two. Maybe he's your one. I personally still think long term, Rasheed Rice is is a number two wide receiver. Yeah. Uh, that by the way, no problem. That's a great number two. Great number two. Um, but I you, you got to compliment that. Um, and Travis Kelsey is still part of the equation next year. Now, can I rely on a 1,000-yard season? That's an off-season debate. I'm I'm on the other side of that. I don't think you can go into next year and, and think for sure you're getting another 1,000 from and him. I hope help that, you um, wouldn't necessarily
2: need that correct. if you had a Rasheed Rice and a yes. wide receiver one.
1: Absolutely, or draft another like, tight end. You yeah. need like
2: a 750 be a red zone threat because that's where you need to focus your stuff on is where you look at wide receiver one, you need somebody that can be that guy that can be in the red zone and be the, like people ask is Mike Evans, if he come to Kansas City, would he be wide receiver one? Absolutely. absolutely. Yes. Yeah, he's going to be your guy on the outside where it's, hey, it's third and six. I'm putting this ball up in the air for your six, six ass to go up there and grab it and bring it down.
1: Like in, in, in any of the names we mentioned. So if you told me Hollywood Brown came here, he would be the number one wide receiver on this team. I really believe that if you Mike Evans. Yes. T Higgins. I think even though he hasn't been a one because yeah, of Jamar would. Chase, he would be this team's one Pittman would be the like one. those guys would yeah. all be your one.
2: And not only that, but if they're not a one, then you have two top two wide receivers, right? Then you have two legit big guys and Rushi Rice and, and, and maybe like a T Higgins. But, you know, people want to say, oh, I don't want Mike Evans. You know, he's... You know, got injury problems sometimes. Okay, well, so does T. Higgins. So does everybody in the NFL. Everybody's always getting hurt. So, I mean, it's just one of those things where, I mean, like, you know, I like the Reynolds name, but I think I could see the Chiefs going and getting a, 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 a rookie in the draft and then going to get another solid number two type receiver like a Gabe Davis, like a Cal uh, Ridley, who would be a wide receiver one, but, but probably better off in a system where he's the number two guy.